Welcome to the Jesus and Mental Wealth Podcast. I'm so glad you could join me today. I'm your host, Melody. And before we jump into the word for today, I would like to start off with a word of prayer. If you could join me, I would appreciate it. If not, you can listen to me say it. Amen. Hallelujah. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea su nombre. Venga su reino, haga ser su voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy nuestro pan de cada día. Perdona nuestras ofensas, como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No nos dejes caer en la tentación y líbranos del mal. Amén. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan, as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin. It, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight years old among you shall be circumcised, every male child in your generations. He who is born in your house or brought, bought, with money from your from any foreigner who is not your descendant. He who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money must be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name, and I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings and people shall be from her. Then Abram, Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No. Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and his descendants after him. 
and as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He shall beget twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Then he finished talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. So Abraham took Ishmael, his son, and all who were born in his house, and all who were brought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskins that very same day, as God has said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, and Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That very same day, Abraham was circumcised, and his son Ishmael was circumcised, and all the men of his house born in the house or bought with money from a foreigner were circumcised in him. Alrighty, we are going to dive right into this commentary for chapter 17 of Genesis. Okay, the chapter 16, if you remember, was when Sarai took it upon herself to give Abram a child through other means aside from what the Lord had told her was going to be the case, you know? Um... So when Abram was 99 and Sarai was 90, the Lord appeared to them, or appeared to Abram and told him what was about to go down, right? And Abram was not with it. He was not believing it. Not that he wasn't with it, he wasn't believing it. It was just like, bruh, I'm old as hell. My wife is old as hell. How? How you, how? 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 You know, and like, I can understand that, right? They're old, like really old, a hundred years old. That's something that we in our day and age would be so very grateful to be able to get to that point and be healthy enough to produce children. But like in our society, we know that a hundred year olds and 90 year olds are not lining up to have kids. Um, and that at that point, if you are at, at about that point, you have more than likely given up on the idea of having children if you haven't had them already. So it stands to reason that Sarai was skeptical. Um, also, her husband, we can see right here, is skeptical when God himself is telling him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless and I will make my covenant between me and you and I will multiply you exceedingly. As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. This is when the name begins to change right here from Abram to Abraham. And I haven't done any research on the meanings, the difference, um, but obviously if God is calling you to somewhere new he's doing a new thing with you he's going to change your life and the best way i see here that he changed his life before giving him a child was changing his name so that he can understand that you are no longer the child of your mother and father when you left with your wife you were following me and now you are at a place where i am going to give you the fulfillment of the promises that i gave to you when you left your mother and father and cleaved to your wife and y'all both went and started a whole new tribe god allowed them to get to a point in such an interesting way to get to this point in such an interesting way because before this point right right the chapter 16 sarai was telling abram to go into his 
um, servant into her servant girl and have a baby. So 13 years later, God shows up and he's like, nah, that's, that's not what I was talking about. But, uh, so get ready. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna let you see what it is that I was talking about. And if Abram responded with, ha, you funny. His wife probably has the same sentiment, right? They've been together for years. They are very much alike at this point. And so uh, we will see that a little bit later on. But uh, yeah, God was not playing with them. Um, God said, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. That includes you and me, brothers and sisters. This is only the beginning of the fulfillment of the promise of God. From the beginning of time, he wanted us to be with him. And so here he's telling Abraham, like, listen, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is what I'm, I'm doing for you. This is my covenant with you. This is my promise to you. This is my contract with you to build you up and make nations and kings come out of you. Praise God. Praise God. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. So this is how, this, this is now Abram's point in time where he can be like I. I'm not trying to do this. This is the point where he could easily not follow what the Lord had told him, but it would be foolish in some regard to not follow what the Lord has said when he took you out of your father's and mother's house, brought you into this land, even when you lied about your relationship with your wife to someone else, you were still blessed with a multitude of things to help you grow your kingdom God instead of saying to you the lying one why are you lying he went to the person that you lied to and told them not to touch what God has anointed what God has appointed to be for him and here God is 13 years later after Sarai took it upon herself to take matters into her own hands to give her husband a child she and her husband were now about to get the biggest surprise of their life and so after God told Abram that he was going to change his name he, after he changed his name, he made the covenant with him, which is the covenant of circumcision. And every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. This is very intimate. This is very personal. This is, like, seriously crazy looking from this Westerner's eyes, right? Like, the God who created the penis with foreskin is asking this grown old man to cut his foreskin 
and every other man in his tribe, household, etc., to also cut their foreskins. God only know how old they were, but if they're young and uh, fertile, feral, fertile or feral, are guys fertile or are they feral? I don't know how to say it, but the point is they had a lot of things spanging, okay? <laughs> and God is like, listen, this is the most intimate part of you, and I'm t showing you what it is that I want you to do with it. This is my covenant with you. You can choose to adhere to it or choose not to. I wonder. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't seem like God really gave him the option. He just kind of told them what it was, and Abram was like, "Bet." But <laughs> um, I wonder, like, if I was a man in that situation in his, you know, um, territory, and I'm under the leadership of Abraham, right? Now, Abram, up until this day that he spoke to God and God changed his name, I've known him as Abram my whole life. And now, all of a sudden, he's Abraham and he wants me to cut foreskin? He wants me to cut my dick? No. I can definitely see me as a man wanting to say no to something like that. God bless Abraham, the father of many nations, because through his obedience to God, I am able to be where I'm at. I thank God for the obedience that the people of the Bible showed me. I am grateful for the obedience and his faith. In verse 15, God changed Sarah's name. After he told Abraham about cutting off the foreskin of his dick, God said Sarai is not going to be Sarai, but Sarah. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her. So it's a blessing sandwich again. Going to bless her, right? And then give her a son and then bless her. So the blessing is not the son. <laughs> the blessing is not Isaac or her, right? That's Abraham's blessing, the son. Then bless her and she shall be a mother of nations kings of people shall come from her and didn't they here we are however many thousands or hundreds of years later mother of nations kings of peoples came from her came went and still coming praise god for his overarching knowledge <laughs> and just being aware of all the places that his people would be in and loving us through it all, guiding us through it all, allowing us to make the mistakes that allow us to continue to fall because he knew that he would just be loving us forever. The ones that wanted to be loved by him, he sent his son to save us from ourselves and I'm so grateful for that. And so Abram in 17 was like, um, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Ishmael is not the promised seed, Abraham. Ishmael is a product of your wife being impatient with me, Abraham. Ishmael, although he is your seed, is not the promised seed that I spoke to you about. Although Ishmael is your seed, he is not the one that I am giving you as a part of my covenant. 
the chosen one is Isaac. However, because Ishmael is your seed, I will bless him. Twelve princes? That's wild. Twelve? He's going to have twelve kids. And he did. And God blessed them and grew them and... God did everything that he said he was going to do, even though, even when, we have not done it. So, after God finished speaking with him, after he told him all of this and they had this discussion, God went up from Abraham. And I like, I, I, I like that wording, but it's also a little bit weird because um, that would mean that God went into him. If he went up from him after they finished talking, God came to him. There was, um, the Lord appeared to Abraham, and now the Lord went up from Abraham. Excuse me. The Lord appeared to Abram at 99, and then went up from Abraham at the end of it, at the end of their discussion. And after the discussion, Abraham did exactly what the Lord told him to, which is to circumcise everybody in the house. And that's what the rest of the chapter kind of goes on to explain. Um, but he was 99 when this happened. His son was 13. And when Ishmael turned 14, that's when his little brother came into the world. So there's a lot to kind of grasp, to get a hold of, to wrap your mind around as a man, as a man of God, being Abraham as the child of a man of God, being Ishmael as the workers or the tribe members of a man of God, being the, the peoples that he's gotten through birth and through buying them. Um, all of them were circumcised. All of them had to be under the same leadership. And I don't know how the heck Abraham kind of communicated that to a group of men. They listen, this entity up in the worlds above us told me that we got to cut our foreskins for the better, for the future of our, for the posterity, for our posterity. And like, he would have to be really persuasive. He would have to communicate things in such a way that they would understand that it's not just some mystical thing right it's not just like oh this voice in the sky told me i need to cut my dick or the skin on my dick and oh, you guys have to do it with me no it's not just that it's so much more and we get to see how that beautiful story unfolds praise god for his unending wisdom amen The Lord is with me everywhere I go and I stand tall in knowing that his word does not come back vain and I choose to stand on his promises may the Lord bless you and keep you may his mercy abound in your life and I pray that you see his grace in every fabric every detail of that life that is also precious and only yours. Hope to see you again soon.